OTB GAA. And he threw his famous painted dummy hand pass because he was a big handballer with his right hand. And I literally moved into another parish. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Football on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League, Women's Super League Scottish Premiership and much more Live on Sky Sports Joined now by broadcaster and Villa fan Dan Bardell Dan, the last time I was on with you a fellow Villa fan and OTB producer Mike McCarthy basically said it's done for Gerrard, end the misery now this is about three games in, things marginally improved since last night though, uh, he obviously uh, finally departed Villa Park along with his whole coaching staff, was this a surprise to you? No, he was left with nowhere to go, mm. Stephen Gerrard, and the club had nowhere to go other than sack him after last night. I mean, you can probably tell by my voice, I was in the away end last night, and it, it was pathetic. You know, you can't dress up games like that, and I think 39 games into his tenure, 12 months into his tenure, Stephen Gerrard, Aston Villa should be further along than, than what they are, and if anything, the club's now gone backwards, and being perfectly honest, this is a decision that should probably have been made two, three, four weeks ago because Villa were going nowhere. It was obvious what was going to end up happening. It was just a matter of time until Steven Gerrard lost his job. Villa have now played a run of fixtures against teams they probably should be getting more points than they have against and those games have passed us by and they're now gone and I think it's another it's another wasted season but not only that, it's probably going to be a long season fighting in and around the relegation zone because we're in a big mess. Any sort of devil's advocate with the injuries that he's had. His high-profile signings, obviously, Kamara and Carlos getting injured. And do you feel any sympathy for him in that regard? I feel sympathy for him in the respect of I don't like to see any football manager or anyone who or footballer getting abused in the stands like he was he was getting last night. You know, it it probably shouldn't happen, but it's understandable for football fans and Villa fans that there was a lot of frustration. I think how bad was it, Dan? Actually, oh, it was bad. It, it, it was really bad, actually, in that way. And it, at one point, it was quite apathetic because Villa fans are just turning up to games at the moment, not really expecting anything, which is never the way that, that it should be. But to, to answer your question, I don't think I don't think really you can put blame on, on the injuries. Kamara was there for a, the first six, seven games. He's going to be a very good footballer, but Villa were no good when, it, when he was playing. The defence hasn't massively been a problem Diego Carlos has got injured he was he was a, he was a big signing for us Villa have actually been quite resolute at the back by and large over the over the last month or so so I think they weren't great those injuries but Gerard has not done enough over the 12 months to prove that he can steer Aston Villa in the right direction and the, the club as a whole has, has regressed he's brought in a lot of his own people behind the scenes God only knows how much it's cost to get rid of of all his staff because he had an unbelievable amount of people working behind the scenes that were all his appointments and I feel like the club hasn't really learned from that they put everything into Jack Grealish and then Jack Grealish left and the club fell down they've put everything into Steven Gerrard and if you put everything into one person it's not sustainable when they leave you end up in a mess and that's exactly where Aston Villa are now Okay let's go back to when he got the job from Rangers what were your thoughts at the time? I would I would always support someone that came in and give them the benefit of, of, of the doubt until, until you've seen what they can do and I've got to be honest the first five, six, seven games I was really impressed with Steven Gerrard. He improved a lot of subtle little dif- little different things for Villa. Distances between players, the way they defended, the covering off of the fullbacks by the midfield at the time looked sensible and, and looked clever, but he's been too rigid. And to be honest, the Steven Gerrard that took over Aston Villa in 2021, I've not seen that Steven Gerrard in 2022. He looks beaten and downtrodden himself. And if you think of Steven Gerrard, the player, he, the way he's been in the, in the press and the way he's acted, 
he's just not really been what I thought Steven Gerrard was going to be. He's not galvanised the team. He's not got the best out of him. And I know, I know you know, obviously he can't stick his boots on and go out there and play, but he's not sorted that midfield out. And I've just been really disappointed because he, as a player, I absolutely loved him and I always thought, what, what a leader, what, what a man. And he's come to Villa and he just seemed a shadow of his but former self, to be say, honest. You say that though, Dan. I mean, like, uh, I, I was one of these people who doubted him as a manager, definitely, because his persona as a person, even as a player, I, it didn't seem very, like, inspirational necessarily or uplifting. He, did, he, did he strike you as the guy, as a player, that like, oh, this lad's a definite manager? I mean, even, even his limitations as a player might have something to do with it. But for me, this isn't a major surprise. No, I mean I watched a lot of a lot of stuff leading up to him getting the job because I knew he was going to get the job a couple of weeks before he did really that it was probably going to be him. So there's a documentary on him. I watched that and I was really impressed by what he said. There was a podcast mm. that, that he did, the high performance podcast. I listened to him in that and found him really engaging and, and really interesting. But I haven't found him like that at Villa. And I think with hindsight now, hindsight is obviously a wonderful thing. Villa have made a mistake, a big mistake, getting him in because they've he sent the club backwards. And really, if you look at it. Yes, he did. He did an all right job at Rangers. He, he won the league for Rangers. I'm sure the Rangers fans will be forever grateful for that. But really, on his CV, had he done enough to come in and, and get the job at Villa? If you look back now, probably not. And then the people that he's got around him as well. We've changed assistant manager because Mick Beals ended up going to QPR. Neil mm. Critchley's come in, and we know how much credence Gerard puts on his coat on his coaches. Whereas he's more of an overseer. Now Villa have essentially pulled someone who was a, doing a good job in the Championship at Blackpool to. to Front, front of training, be the one who, who gives the instructions to the players, Neil Critchley, just like Mick Beale was doing. Neil Critchley's worked for Blackpool as a manager and he's worked with the Liverpool under-23s. So was he really qualified to be to be doing those things when they're essentially, you know, you've heard players in the past saying Mick Beale and Steven Gerrard were joint managers. Emmy Martinez said that in an interview with, with Ben Foster. Neil Critchley coming in even then. Is that a good appointment? And just the whole setup. there's no other manager that works in that way that I can think of. In, in the world where they're more of an overseer and they don't do do the coaching and things like that. You've got to have a good team around you. But nothing nothing made sense and nothing felt aligned at the club. And on the in, on the playing side of things, it, it was it was bizarre to see how bereft this team led by one of the greatest players we've seen were of ideas in attacking positions. And that's, you know, Villa got a bit of praise on Sunday against Chelsea because, to be fair, they, they should have got something out of that game. They couldn't have missed any more chances. It's the, the best game Kepa's had in a, in a Chelsea shirt. But that that was the exception. That wasn't the rule. What what you saw last night has largely been Villa, especially this season. And the, the club and Gerrard put so much on pre-season saying it'd be better. I'll get my pre-season. I'll get my ideas across. But they've come back after pre-season and they've looked worse than they did at the back end of last season. And they weren't great at the back end of last season. There was just absolutely no identity. It didn't look like they were ever going to score a goal. He did shore the defence up, but then that went to pieces again last night. We've shipped five in, in two games. And Villa at the moment, they have all these ideas that the owner, that the, that the CEOs talked about, about being a top-half team, pushing to Europe. They're absolutely miles off it. But I don't believe that the players are a, are a relegation side. I really believe that he's a, he's a top 10 side. So hopefully whoever comes in next will be able to get more out of them because Gerard simply hasn't got enough out of all of them. There's no player at Villa on form except for arguably Ashley Young who at 37 years of age playing left back shouldn't be Villa's form player. He should should be a squad player but he's it, been our best player. You know, it's it's not good. And isn't no that unbelievable, Dan? It, yeah, isn't that Dan unbelievable? It's like go out and just play. Uh, you have the ability to go out and play a game of football but when, when there's a collective malaise and lack of confidence it seems to affect like 90% of players at any club. 
yeah, and people will point the finger at Coutinho and say, well, that, he's done, done absolutely nothing this season. But the whole setup wasn't right for Coutinho. He was never going to be a success in the way Steven Gerrard had that team set up, which is, is just confusing because Gerrard or no Philip Coutinho but better than anyone. But you can't point the finger at Coutinho when collectively, like you say, nobody is playing well, nobody's improving, everyone's regressing. What you, you have to point the finger at the manager, unfortunately. I don't like sitting here talking about a manager in this way. It's not, not my favourite thing to do. But unfortunately, there was just nothing to get behind with Gerard in the end. Yeah, it's an interesting time for clubs in the in the Midlands in general. And we've seen Wolves, obviously. Awful. Yeah, Wolves uh, change managers. Maybe Birmingham City look like the sensible ones of the three at the moment, which isn't saying much. But this is, I said this to you the last year we were on, Villa have had a spell in the doldrums. This is potentially a massive club. Yeah, it's, no one's got divine right to, to be in the top half. And I put a tweet out last night that, that got me in trouble with Fulham fans. Just I just said Fulham had no right to, to be Villa like this. And I didn't mean it disrespectfully yeah. to Fulham. What I'm saying is these new teams have, have come promoted. Villa have been in the Premier League now. This is the fourth season. Back have invested a hell of a lot of money, these owners. There's no way on this planet Fulham should be that much better than Villa. But they were, even before Villa went down to 10 men. You know, the 10 men can't even be used as an excuse because I don't remember us having an attack. I had a few beers, to be fair, but I don't remember us having an attack in the, in the first half or the second half before before Louise got sent off, really. So just that, that word, malaise, it's, it's not good at Villa. And the next guy now has got a massive job on his hands. I don't think he's going to just walk in and things are going to dramatically change. I, I think confidence is absolutely on the floor at the moment. And I worry about the direction that the club's heading in because I think they have made a lot of mistakes over the last 12 to 18 months well that's that's on to my next point then um, if Gerard were a mistake which I think we'll agree that he was um, and if recruitment is the most important thing for a manager the most important thing for a club is the manager himself or herself you would argue would you have faith that the club will take the time necessary uh, under duress from fans to make a quick decision probably that they will make the decision the right decision and take enough time because there is obviously time to solve this yeah, look, the season is, when I said earlier that it's going to be a wasted season, the season is salvageable because you win a couple of games and you can move up the league. But Villa at the moment, I feel like they have to make a quick decision because they haven't got enough people behind the scenes to to lead in terms of people that are at the training ground now all Gerard's staff have left. There's not enough people there. There's not enough experience there. So they probably need to get something sorted quickly. But we've seen with Wolves, you know, you can have targets lined up. You can have people that you think they're going to come. Wolves haven't got anyone through the door and they've been searching a lot longer than Villa and they're having to go with what they've got for now up until 2023. They've said it's not easy to appoint managers and it's not easy to appoint the right one. So I'm I'm worried because Villa have wasted games and they've got difficult fixtures to come. I think if you look at Villa's opening 10-11 games, it wasn't a bad wasn't a bad start. Mm. The way it was all it was all ordered together. Villa have picked up the points that they have and that they're near the bottom. I'm I'm, sh- I'm shocked there's teams beneath us at the moment because that was the other thing with Gerard. I was watching Villa and I watched so much football. I've watched every Premier League team this season at least three or four times Villa looked the worst coach team in the league by a mile wow. it wasn't even close I would say I watched Bournemouth Fulham on Saturday in preparation for the game on Thursday night and I sat there thinking oh, both these are better than Villa but they shouldn't be and that's not being disrespectful 
but they, they should not be better than Villa. And I've watched every team and at least seen something in a style, an ethos, just what they're trying to do. With Villa, I saw absolutely nothing. And it, it's interesting as well because like um, the, the, the betting markets are so accurate right now in terms of they, these are people who invest so much money and essentially they, um, they're professionals at, at getting the results right. Villa were favourites at Fulham last night. They were sent off strong favourites. So there's obviously um, a thought among the professionals out there in terms of the markets that Villa's sum is actually quite good and certainly better than Fulham even away from home but they just need another manager I mean I sat there in the pub before the game I had no faith that Villa would do anything absolutely no faith now my away record in general is pretty bad mm. so that, that played a little bit of, of, of a part but there were just Villa fans coming from coming from everywhere they're giving up their time just in apathy just just knowing that nothing was going to happen kind of waiting for Steven Gerrard to, to get the sack and that's what Villa fans have been doing for weeks they've been waiting for Steven Gerrard to get the sack but the club sat on their hands I, I, I can't overstate that this, this should have been done weeks ago there's wasted games now and Villa could look back at the end of the season look back at these games that they've wasted and think we should have made that change earlier and that's the last thing any Villa fan wants to happen but I think there's a lot of worry amongst the fan base at the moment I think Christian Perslow to his credit has done a lot of good mm. Aston Villa an awful lot of good but the last 12 months some of the decisions that have been made at the football club have been bizarre the, the transfer policy you know on the face of it you know look at the players they've bought in people like Danny Ings Coutinho you know they're, they're good players but Villa haven't made a successful signing since Jack Grealish left the football club. No signing that they've made has, has worked out. So that's a hell of a lot of money to, to, to have chucked at players. And it's not worked. None of, none of them have been a success. They weren't a success under Dean Smith before he left and they weren't a success under Steven Gerrard. So the club has had a really, really difficult time. And the connection with the fans and the people behind the scenes, Gerrard, it seems to it seems to have been lost. It was there under Dean Smith. Now I'm not saying for one second that they shouldn't have sat there. Yeah, you you don't him. necessarily have sympathy for him because obviously the it's it's almost like life pre and post Grealish here. Yeah, um, you know Smith had a difficult 2021. Ultimately, that's why he got the sack. Gerrard's had a difficult 2022, and that that that's why he's got the sack. But the club put so much on on Grealish. And I've not recovered from it. Mm. And now we look, we're looking at it. And I honestly think we're in big trouble. Villa could go down this season. No club's too big to go down. And we, we've seen it before with Villa. We, we, we as fans know what it's like. And last night when I, was, when I was stood there, it felt very similar to that season Villa went down. But I don't feel like it should be because I know they're good players there. If Pochettino were not to get the job, which seems, it seems like he ain't going to get the job, who do you like? Mm. I honestly, I, like I obviously expected that this question was coming. I've honestly got no idea. No idea what's what's the right thing to Which do. Which is here. mad. Po it's absolutely Poch mad. Been, but I see yeah. where you're coming from. Poch would have been the one I would have wanted. But then I spoke to people today, and you think, well, you could be in a relegation battle here. It would making a would making a, a management managerial appointment like that be sensible when you when you could be in a relegation battle? Now, obviously, I think someone like Poch could come in and transform the the, the club. But Pochettino is not going to touch that job at the moment. It's it's not worth the risk. And let me tell you, any manager that leaves Aston Villa. They very rarely go on to do anything. In, in my time, any manager that's left Villa has not gone on to do anything of note as, as a manager. It's, it's, a, it's a poison chalice. So it's going to be difficult because any managerial appointment is a, is a risk as well. And Villa are in a risky position in the league. So I genuinely, if you ask me to give you a name, I could think of names. I could think of a lot of pros and a lot of cons for them all. There's no one that I sit there definitively and think that would be the right appointment. And again, that's a bit scary. Yeah, you're being very honest, Dan, which we appreciate. And finally, uh, for you, Stephen Gerrard is 42. I think give or take two thirds of managers don't last beyond one job. He's gotten as far as two. Will he get a third and where? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question as well. I can't, 
I, it's, I might it's be tainted, wrong. isn't it? It's quite tainted now. I might be wrong in saying that, you know, people people like Stephen Gerrard wouldn't want to step down to, to the Championship once they've managed in the Premier League and managed at the top level in Scotland and played European games. But his reputation's taken, taken a nosedive at Villa. And, you know, other people around the club's reputation's probably taken a, a bit of a nosedive as well. It, it has been an appointment that's not worked out in any way at all. Thanks for your time, Dan. Anytime.